Welcome to the Wellsteading Podcast. This is episode 165. It's January 13th, 2016. I'm your host, John Pagliano. I'm also the founder money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, we thought we had turbulent markets and they just keep getting worse. S&P 500 was down over 2.5% today, and that was after some people felt that we had hit a bottom yesterday and things maybe were improving. They were trying to catch that falling knife. Well, in today's podcast, I'm not going to review any of this. We've already talked about it infinitum. For those of you that are out there, though, that you're trying to catch the falling knife, you think maybe things have bottomed out and you're willing to roll the dice and see what happens, Well, listen at the end of the podcast. I have some advice for you. Normally in this podcast, I can't provide advice or recommendations, but under these special circumstances, I do think that I can tell you what you need to shoot for to be successful in these next coming days or coming weeks in this very unstable, uncertain market. As for me, myself, I'm continuing the strategy I've been, which is to stay in cash, to bide my time, and to wait for the right opportunity. The loggerhead may be breaking soon but it doesn't look like it's let up yet. We won't know until things have stabilized a little more. I'm not going to talk about the effects of lower commodity prices and what's going on with oil and the fact that gold can't get above $1,100 and all the excess oil and the slowdown in the economy and the revisions and the earning estimates. We've talked and talked and talked about those things. If you need a refresher or you're new to the podcast, go back and listen to the previous episodes where we cover all these topics. Today, I do have something, though, that I think is very important, and I've saved this topic till a day like today. This has been on my mind for a long time. I think I have something to share with you that I know for sure has been the basis of a lot of my success. And so if you've ever been one of those listeners that have wanted to ask me, you know, what's a good book that you should read to make you a better investor or to help you be more successful in business? Or if you're looking for study material, things like that, self-help programs, many of you are always asking me about, you know, this particular investment program or that one. Is it a scam? Is it worth the money? Well, I'm here today to tell you of a method that I've always relied on. You can take it for what it's worth. It's very simple. And so what I want to share with you that is going to help you with your situational awareness, with your pattern recognition, with all the things that will make you a better trend-following swing trader, and in fact, even if you're not interested in investing or in trading stocks, these same characteristics and abilities and skills are going to help you because they make you better in discovering the opportunities around you and then putting together a plan to formulate how you're going to solve the problem. So whether you're trying to be an entrepreneur and start your own enterprise, or if you want to be just the best salesman in your company, or you want to be a fantastic mom, or you want to be a a great school teacher, whatever it is that you have a goal that you want to accomplish. Well, there's three little words that you can use and a simple acronym to remember them that can make you better. And that acronym is MOM, M-O-M. The three simple words are method, opportunity, and motive. Now, the reason I say that a lot of my success can be attributed to method, opportunity, and motive, to understanding that, knowing how to apply it, it's because I've always loved detective stories. In fact, when I was a little kid, I was a really horrible student in school. I didn't like to read. I didn't want to do my homework. But the one thing that I did love to read was The Hardy Boys. And if you're as old as I am, you'll remember what that was. It was a detective series about a couple high school kids whose father was a detective, and they were always out solving mysteries. Well, when I was a little kid in school, you know, elementary school through junior high, I probably never read one book for homework 
but I read every book from cover to cover in the Hardy Boys series. And I don't know, there was something like 36 of them. I read them over and over again. They were important in the foundation of my cognitive abilities and the way that I went about solving problems. It's probably 40 years since I read those as a kid, but I still get excited thinking about it. And I can tell you that throughout my life, the ability to master and develop the skill set of being able to look for the method, the opportunity, and the motive, it's helped me in every aspect of my life. Literally every aspect. I spent about 20 years in the corporate world as a sales and marketing guy. I mostly dealt with industrial products, chemicals, substrates, paper, machinery, a variety of different applications. And the reason I was successful at it and could make a good living for my family was because of mom, method, opportunity, motive. It wasn't that I was a great salesman. It was that I could use that situational awareness and that pattern recognition to go out and determine who my target customers were because I could tell who had the motive and then I could see which opportunities were most likely to pan out and eventually end up in a sale and I would make that all happen because I understood the methods of both my company and the target sales company that I was trying to pitch my products to the methods that they have that would align with my company with our supply chain with our services and products that would make it all successful it was all about method opportunity motive if I had a client that was motivated to buy my product and we had a method to get them that product or service, but if there was no opportunity, no opportunity being maybe they didn't have any money, they couldn't finance the project. Well, it was a dead project. It didn't matter how good of a salesman I was or what type of marketing campaign we might, you know, try and influence that company with. None of that mattered because we only had two legs of the stool. We had method and motive, but we didn't have opportunity. So you see how this works? Whether you want to be a great mother to your kids or a fantastic husband or you want to learn to make quilts, you know, whatever it is you want to do. Method, opportunity, motive. Look for the things that motivate you. Look for the things that motivate others. If you want to be a great parent, what motivates your children? If you can find out what motivates them, then you can put together the methods and the opportunities that will provide them with learning experiences and nurturing experiences that will make them grow up to be fantastic adults. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to start a company, what well, doesn't matter that you have a great product, you have to have a method to get that product to the consumers that want to buy it. You have to have some type of a method of a supply chain. Let's look at what happened to Apple just in the last, let's just go back three years ago. You know, Apple was prohibited from selling their iPhone in China, if you go back three, four years ago. And so they were missing one of the legs of the three-leg stool. There were hundreds of millions of people in China that were motivated to buy an iPhone. So they had the motivation. And Apple has the method because they have a world-class global distribution system. So they had the method, they had the motive, but they didn't have the opportunity because the government of China prohibited them and some other problems that went on, prohibited them from selling phones into China. Well, once they got through all that, what happened? They sold hundreds of millions of phones into China. I don't remember the exact numbers. If it was 40% of their sales or 40% of their profits, I don't remember which one. But China has been a huge boon opportunity for Apple. And so if you were able to see that coming, if you knew they had the method and the motive, and now they were getting the opportunity, you would be able to extrapolate out that their sales and profits would go up and then 
Likewise, that would mean that the price of their stock would go up. So that would be an example of where as an investor, you could use motive, method, and opportunity to help you define which stock you should be buying and investing in. Let's look at the other side of that. We're in a global slowdown right now. There are major problems in China. And what's happening to Apple stock? Well, Apple stock has come down significantly. And one of the reasons, not the only reason, but one of the reasons is due to that global slowdown and the lack of sales coming from China. They still have the method. They still have that world-class global distribution system. They still have the motive. They have the motivation because hundreds of millions of people in China still want cell phones. The opportunity that they lack, though, is that those consumers don't have the disposable income that they had maybe eight months ago. So method, opportunity, motive. You can use it in the stock market. You can use it in your personal life. You can use it in your professional life. To better understand this concept, just think about how it's used in any detective story. It is absolutely the foundation of every plot in every detective story. Whenever there's a murder, what's the first thing you hear them say? Who had a motive, right? They're always looking to see who had the motive. That's the first way they look to identify suspects. And then they look for opportunity. Now, in the detective stories, they don't call it opportunity. What do they call it? Alibi, right? They want to know who had an alibi. If the murder was committed last night between 11 o'clock and midnight, then anybody that had an alibi that could support their story, you know, witnesses that could say, oh, no, Fred was with me last night. We were on the other side of town at 11 o'clock. Well, then he wouldn't have had the opportunity to commit the murder. So that's the next step that identifies a suspect. First, you have to find someone that has a motive. Then you have to find someone that had the opportunity to commit the murder or the crime. And then finally, it's method. And again, in the detective stories, they don't call it method. But what do they call it? Modus operandi, right? You're always talking about the M.O. That's that criminal's M.O. He's the, he's the guy that murders his victims and then leaves some type of a calling card. Or he always uses a 38 special or a 9mm to commit his murders, right? So it's method, opportunity, motive. That's the way they solve crimes in detective stories. Those are the same steps that you can employ in your life to get the things that you want. doesn't matter what it is. You have to put together the pieces, and the simplest way to do that is break things down into their simplest state. And to do that, you can break them down into three categories. Look for the motive, look for the opportunity, and look for the method. Bringing this all back to the stock market, like I talked about with Apple, every stock you invest in, you should always be thinking about Method, opportunity, motive. And it's not only in how the underlying company is going to earn money or how they're going to create new sales. I mean, that's a big part of it, but this works in every aspect. For example, you hear me talking about uh, it's not a good idea to invest in penny stocks. There's a lot of reasons for that, but one reason is, is that they're illiquid. And if you're looking for a stock to really take off and be the next Apple or Google or Facebook, well, those stocks can only have that exponential growth because they're large enough for institutional investors to invest in them. If everybody that listened to the Wellsteading podcast, if we all bought the same stock, there's not enough of us to make a difference. You need the big pension funds and mutual funds and hedge funds and, and the people that control tens of trillions of dollars. You need those people to go in and buy into a stock to make it a Facebook or to make it a Google. That's the only way to get that type of market capitalization. So if you're looking to own one of those stocks, you can't go bottom fishing looking at some penny stock that has a great story but that no one on Wall Street's ever going to invest in. For the most part, those are just sucker stocks. 
the high quality stuff, the things that Wall Street invests in and eventually brings public, they're not penny stocks. You know, even if it's something like Facebook that was started, you know, by some college kid, he still had the institutional backing of initially angel investors. And then that escalated up into large companies on Wall Street that bankrolled Facebook long, long before it ever became a public stock. So I bring that up because that's an example of method. If the stock you're investing in, if it doesn't have a method to become a top-rated high-tech stock, well, it's never going to get there. And if you want to become a better investor, if you want to be better at pattern recognition and swing trading, and if you want to be able to identify trends, don't go to the library looking for books in the financial section. Go look at the detective stories. Those are the books that will teach you to expand your mind and your creativity and to think in a logical and rational manner. It may sound counterintuitive that a fictional book is what it would take to teach you and give you the learning ability to be able to focus and understand reality and rational thinking. But seriously, as I look over my education and my background, I learned more from those Hardy Boys books than I ever learned from school. So it's just like other things we talk about. I can't pick exactly the right detective story for you. It depends on what you like, right? Just like anything else. I'm old school. I like Nero Wolf. I think he's the greatest detective ever. But you may not like him at all. So go out and find what you like. But whatever it is, start looking for method, opportunity, and motive. Now that I've pointed that out to you, you're going to see it everywhere. Take advantage of it. Use it to your opportunity. Oh, and I almost forgot, for those of you that are trying to catch this falling knife, for those of you that are ignoring what I've been saying about, hey, these are really turbulent markets, no one knows how it's going to play out, just take your time, we could get a big bounce tomorrow, but then again, maybe we won't. 